Hello. Hello there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Uh, did you have class today? Yes, I did. Um, how how was it? First uh first or second day at Rutgers? I had my psych and sociology classes both today. Um, yeah. pretty interesting. Both professors, pretty nice. Um, they both seem like they're gonna be kind of interesting classes. And I have my world history class tomorrow, Ooh, which I'm very excited about. So. Be a good one. About I, uh, I had this one class today, so it's like a human really human resource related class, bro. The amount of memes in one hour and a half long Zoom call, I, like I was just sitting there laughing the entire time. Oh yeah, the the group memes, it was full filled with memes in the psych class. But uh, gotta say, I'm really not fucking with the group memes uh, during nah, the class nah, time. Don't don't get in group me, bro. Group memes are dead. Bro, and and the class has like 250 people in it, so yeah. there's literally I look down for not even 30 seconds, and there's I have 86 notifications. Yeah, bro, it's not worth it. Um, someone had their picture like for their Zoom as Sal Volcano or whatever his name <laughs> from a. <laughs> so I'm thinking, you know, the one picture of him like really trashed. Like, yeah, like really... in the brick wall behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the funniest that... fucking I think picture I'm gonna ever. Make that bro. photo. That's gonna be my profile picture for the next Zoom call. Then every time <laughs> I talk, that pops up. You want to know, like, how messed up my sense of humor is? I saw a tweet that was just that picture mixed with the Better Call Saul theme song. And I, I was <laughs> Bro, pissing my way. pants for five minutes. <laughs> that's, that's what that's what it gets for me to laugh at this point. <laughs> oh, good but, uh, shit. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of the Jersey Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. And I'm your other host, Ryan. Today, we're back. Uh, we had divisional or wild card round action this past weekend uh games were they were either good or not good primarily thinkers yeah four out of six games were not that good yeah so but uh hey i mean what's your what's your opinion on the seventh seventh seed well i hadn't even really considered that all the games besides the colts bills game last year were have been trashed the two seven ones Mm-hmm. And uh, but there's no there's no actual way that the the owners give up that money and yeah. say now nah, we're gonna go back to six teams because that's a huge super wild card weekend is a huge cash generator and I'm sure I'm sure that there will be more competitive two seven games going forward you know as we've seen the parity of the NFL continue to really take a I mean at least in the regular season I guess so far in the playoffs that really hasn't held up but um. Just practically, there's no, there's no reason that the owners are gonna give up that, uh, that an extra playoff game. But I see what people are saying how they haven't been competitive yet, besides one yeah. game. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we had super wild card weekend. I did like the Monday game though. I had to say, I wish it could have been a better Monday game. But like having the uh, the full weekend of playoff football is pretty cool. Yeah, I totally forgot there was even gonna be a Monday game until like one o'clock Monday afternoon. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we'll, we're going to talk about Super Wild Card Weekend, uh, give a little preview to the uh, divisional round. I think we could read Jack Golden's uh, quarterback. Oh, game. my God. I didn't know if you wanted to get into that nonsense on here, uh, but, we, yeah, we, we got... can get into it uh, towards the end, for sure. It made me, kind of, it made me start dry heaving. Yeah, no, it was rough, man. I, I, that was the first thing I looked at when I got out of work. Was I think Tom sent to the group chat like, bro, Jack, what is this quarterback list? And I, I had to go take a look at it. I'm like, bro, there's no way this is real. Like, yeah, it looks like a troll list, 
but he's serious. Yeah, and but, uh, th- there's a couple key ones that we'll get into later, but yeah. yeah. But uh, so let's start off with a wild card weekend here. Had our first game of the weekend as Bengals Raiders, and the Bengals came out on top. Uh, twenty. What was the score? Twenty six to nineteen or twenty three to sixteen? Twenty six to nineteen. Yeah. This is the uh, the first playoff game in NFL history in which each team had made four plus field goals. Chicken wow. Athletes too. That's that's kind of that's kind of unbelievable to me. Yeah. This is the first time in playoff history that team both teams made four plus field goals. Hmm. But two, uh, two elite kickers were going at it. So. True. The the Raiders low key got got host on that one play. Yeah. The touchdown to uh, mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd, where yeah. um, it looked like the cornerback kind of you know stopped a little bit at the end. Whether he would have been able to get to the ball or not, debatable. But by rule, that play should have been dead. Mm-hmm. Whether it whether it would have been cool or fair the other way or not, that's how the rule should have been enforced. Mm-hmm. But um. Joey Burrow breaking the curse. Bengals get their first win. Um, I was rooting against them, but um, the agenda is no longer viable. So I will be rooting for them in the divisional round against the Titans. So, mm-hmm. but the Raiders definitely not a lost season. No, nah, I think. What do you think about their head coaching spot? What would you do if you were? Uh... I would give uh, Visaccia like a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, see what he can do with the team. He's he got you to the playoffs despite all of these, you know, controversies and yeah. whatever happened. I mean, they were like one play away from potentially tying that game. So, yeah, um, and they have the good. They have pieces around them. You know, Max Crosby is really solid. They have Ngakwe. They have yeah. um, Josh Jacobs got, is a yeah, solid another, runner. I'd probably say if Waller can stay healthy, like two more good years of Darren Waller. Red and it looks Rose, like looks like Red they'll bring back Carr. Yeah. I think they should. I mean, I don't see how you're going to really improve from Carr yeah, this off you? season, unless you maybe see what Mariota does. But nah, I would probably stick with Carr. Honestly, I didn't think he was that bad this year. So I feel he like he the playoffs kept you in that game. So he earned it. He earned at least another year. I mean, he'll probably be looking for a multi-year deal, but um, I I don't see your, yourself improving this year dramatically unless I mean, Rodgers with every Green Bay playoff win is gonna become less and less available. It's looking this off season. There's mm-hmm. there's a growing chance that he either retires or stays. Um, Russ is you know vehemently denying trade rumors and. You know, based on what Rush showed you last year, um, when healthy, all of the he assets you'd have to, but you know, he he'd have to you'd have to give up major assets on top of car probably and stuff like that. And you have to really wonder how how worth it would how worth it it would be in that scenario, you know, to get Russ. And then I mean if you want to play make a play for Deshaun Watson, if those legal battles clear up, then that would be the yeah, one a, way that could really there, see it. So. With, but other with than everything that, else that's gone on in uh, Vegas, he would fit perfectly. Yeah, that's they'll true. Be, they'll be pulling Henry Ruggs out of jail to catch passes from All those yeah. tweets about the uh, Deshaun Watson and to Henry Ruggs in the jail Super Bowl will come true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's looking like, I mean, all of his charges are still civil. So it's not looking like any major risk. Mm-hmm. 
from uh, it's it's obviously the cash sum will be larger, but it'll probably equate to something like a la Big Ben when he settled out of court with all of those those women or something. You know, he's gonna have to just pay a sum and then he'll be good to play. So I mean, Watson is really the the only one I could see them making a huge play for, unless Rogers they they lose to the Niners this week or something. But I'd say stick with Carr. I think yeah, I'd probably stick with him too. At least give him one last shot. Maybe signs like a two or three year deal. Nothing like too long. You don't want to lock up with like be locked in with him. Yeah. So, Carr came a long way in our eyes. Remember after that yeah. first week? That Duffy agenda had had a grip on me for a while. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, they were one – by the way, throw the ball in the end zone. Don't throw it short the goal line. But. Yeah, that pissed me off. That's where Derek Carr <laughs> pisses you off sometimes. I mean, fourth and goal in a playoff game, you're going to throw it short of the end zone? That's, that's laughable. I'm throwing two routes there. I'm only looking for two things. I'm looking for one of those Hunter Renfro, like, whip routes. Maybe yeah. let him because those things are disgusting. Have you ever seen the highlights of Hunter Run for a whip route? Oh yeah, that that that's uh that's a thing of beauty, right? That there. was Pete to me in the Thanksgiving game. I yeah. I was breaking out my Hunter Run for bag on third third and short, the little whip route to the outside. Oh yeah, yeah. uh or you're, short you're white throwing, receiver special, or you're throwing it to Waller. Those are the only two options I would uh, allow for. But eh, you know, I uh, do I think the Raiders will be back next year? Maybe. It's too early to tell, but maybe. So, uh, I mean, Mayock's gone, so they may hit on some picks for once. Yeah, hopefully for them. I mean, when was the last time the Raiders made a good first-round pick? I don't know. Couldn't the best tell pick in recent memory is probably Max Crosby, and they took him after the they fourth. used their, yeah, their first-round pick on a guy that played the same position in Cologne uh, Farrell, so. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next game, we had Bills 47, Patriots 17. Yeah. I got to say, I love watching me some Josh Allen. This uh, this game got me off to a, a hot start for the playoff picks. Now, yeah. there's not going to be any TikTok made, I presume, about me going 4-0 the rest of the the rest of the time, but uh, no, whatever. I got to make a TikTok about me going six to know that. Yeah, that was Come impressive. On, I will give you your props on that. Come one. On, Good so job. His, I'm t- history, man, like it matters sometimes, but like the history we know with Brady is a completely different, you know, like the history of the Pats to us is Brady, 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 Brady. Yeah, Belichick's in there. Yeah, I no, think I didn't know if Billy B could pull his load enough, you know. Like Mac Jones plays as played as I would expect a rookie quarterback to play on the road in his first ever playoff game. In zero degree weather. Yeah. The the clip of him watching his breath on the sideline. Come on. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He was looking like me when I was ten years old. Yeah. But uh I mean credit to the Bills, like they just played a complete game of football. Um really not much else to say. I mean Josh Allen had what five touchdowns. Yeah. So, I mean, if they Bills play like that, who knows? They can make a run. They're going to have to go up to Kansas City this week. They're down to Kansas City. But, uh, so Diagonally to Kansas City. Diagonally, I mean, southwesternly. Uh, yeah. But uh, so that's going to be a really fun game to watch for sure. Uh, Patriots, oh, they're no, Patriots are in a weird spot, let me just say. It's a disappointing end, but this yeah. is kind of for, better than we expected them to be. At the start of the season, right? Yeah, I mean, really, this, 
Like, I think the second half of the season kind of showed what the Patriots really were, though, when they actually had to play, like, decent football teams. Yeah, it's – uh, they're, them getting further in the playoffs is going to have to depend on old McCorkle taking that second-year jump because yeah. the pieces are in place, definitely. I mean, they're a well-built That's defense line. Um, they have a lot of money invested in some pieces. Yeah, I mean, that's true. You, you go back to last offseason, you got their four big signings. It was Matthew Judon, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, and Nelson Aguilar. Uh, that equates to about 30% of their cap next year. I feel like all signings. of them besides Johnny Smith have really made an impact. Yeah. I mean, Hunter Henry in the playoff game had one catch. Matthew Judon in the playoff game had one tackle. Yeah. I think Nelson Aguilar had one catch. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, they're – they have to make a big pick in the first round. I definitely think they got to get him like a real wide receiver weapon besides, you know, upgrade that position in some way. Yeah, this is a wide receiver heavy draft. Yeah, they definitely. And I mean, the last time they took a wide receiver in the first round, they took a run blocking wide receiver, in, uh, Nikhil Harry. <laughs> yeah. Um, Their track record with wide receivers is is not very good, but uh, maybe they get one of McCorkle's Alabama guys in there. Yeah, they could get Jamison Williams, John Mechie, Traylon Burks, Drake One. I mean, the list goes on and on. That's a really good wide receiver class. If they just somehow pick the one that, knowing the like the one guy who I don't like so Olave from uh, Ohio State after watching some film. You don't you don't like him? No, not a big Olave guy anymore. Don't oh, really, why, why not? Um. He's good. He's good at finding space in zone coverage, but he's not really good at anything else. Like he's six foot one eighty, doesn't really have that much size. He's not that fast. I don't know. He's. I think he's gonna have to have a really good pro day in combine to uh, show out. Interesting. Yeah. But Book hey, it with Flem. Don't believe the Olave hype. But hey, if he's playing, if they're playing a team in zone coverage, I'm. He'll help find a soft spot, but. Garrett Wilson is a real deal from Ohio State. That's that's the guy I'm all in on. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what New England does this all season. You know, trying to uh, I think they're gonna have like twenty million cap space. I mean, they could just go drop all that money on like a a Mike Williams if he's available, or Michael Gallup, uh, Chris Godwin, you know, someone along those lines maybe. But, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, moving on to our next game here. Had Bucks thirty one, Eagles fifteen. Um, this game went as expected. Truth yeah, I was hoping for a better game, at least something yeah. close. It was what thirty one nothing at one point. I mean, yeah, Oogie. Uh, Jalen Hurts, not his best moments. I have to say, uh, the one, the one Mike Edwards interception, I screenshot it. If he throws that ball early, he has Devonta Smith wide open. I just think yeah. the issue with Jalen Hurts is like he always just wants to leave the pocket. Like he doesn't. Yeah. Want, he missed. I know he missed one to Quez Watkins where Quez Watkins had the step or two on a defender if he just kind of throws it over. And gets I did see that one. Probably a touchdown. The Devonta Smith one was bad. He's just very hesitant. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I I hope for Jalen Hurts' success, but I I don't know if it's gonna happen. So. Yeah, but, uh, the Bucks the... they played a lot better. I mean, with all the injuries and stuff like that, I thought they may play a little sloppy in the first half or something like that. But they came out crisp, uh, cool, calm, collected, and just took care of business at home. Yeah. 
but uh, so yeah, credit to uh, yeah, credit to the Bucks. I mean, they I think they expected to win that game. They did. Um, so yeah, pretty much it. Eagles are gonna have a fun off season. They have three first round picks, good amount of cap space. Uh, you know, if Jalen Hurts is the guy, they gotta go get him a weapon. Maybe they trade for a quarter. I mean, who knows what they're gonna end up doing? So it'll be a it'll be fun to see what what direction they head in for sure. Um, moving on, then our next game had 49ers Cowboys, and the 49ers with a 23-17 win over the Cowboys. Oh yeah, this was the uh, the game of the week. Um, mm-hmm. Debo put on a clinic. Yep. The 49ers running game as a whole just you know ran over them, but yep. um, as expected. What do you think of uh, the ending? Man. Like, it's tough. First off, that ref sprinted from very far. Like, like I'll give the ref credit. He was sprinting from, like, across the field. Yeah, do, uh, do you at least see what I was saying in the Jersey Dynasty chat? Because yeah. Joe C just seemed like he was totally missing the point on that one. I mean, to me, like, giving the ball the ref in that situation just seems like elementary school stuff, you know? Yeah, you're supposed to hand the ball to the ref. You don't just spot the ball by yourself. Yeah. Um, but like it's tough. I mean, what else can the ref and Dallas really do? And besides Dallas, give the ball to the ref. Like, what can the ref really do in that? You know what they could have done? They could have passed the fucking ball. Yeah, uh, they should have executed. I mean, Dak should execute better. Like that's all on him. You got to like, either slide earlier or just pass the fucking ball. Yeah, could have just lateraled it backwards out of bounds or something. Like I mean, you can't you can't put the referee who is not a world class athlete in top physical condition. In a in a position where he has a one second margin of error, and then also improperly handle it because you lined up and created an entire barrier for him to get through, because he has to touch and spot the ball. It doesn't matter if there's 15 minutes left in the first quarter or there's three seconds left in the fourth. The process is still the same, and and it's really just for da- and also for Dak to to like condone people throwing trash at them after the game, after they put themselves in that awful spot, commit 14 penalties and run a QB draw with like 10 seconds left. The audacity to be like, yeah, that's fine. Throw garbage on them. It's, it's stupid. It's a, it's a loser philosophy over there in Dallas. They're blaming everybody but themselves and their dog shit head coach, Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Gotta say, credit to the 49ers. Like, they did what they had to do to win the game. They It was floppy both sides, you know. I think 49ers had potential to just kind of run away with that game, and they didn't. Uh, gonna give credit. Actually, no, no one gets credit. Yeah. Uh, was say, uh, so, the Cowboys this year actually, like, looked at it. Versus the NFC East were 6-0 and and 6-5 and versus the rest of the league. Yeah, smells kind of fraudulent. Yeah, so it was kind of obvious not to buy hype on, a, on an NFC East division winner, you know. Yeah, I, I was in it on them. Um, and going yeah. forward, the Cowboys are in a rough spot. You still have Mike McCarthy as a coach. You have Zeke's bloated contract and decreasing production. You got you got to address a couple of concerns on defense, uh, linebackers, stuff like that. Lane Van Der Esch probably just played his last game as a Cowboy. There's going to be some small holes to fill, but the defense is still going to be uh, pretty much intact. But you, you're still 
in in that purgatory where you're beating the shit out of the NFC East and you're not doing much else against anybody mm-hmm. else. So it's gonna be was, interesting uh, to see how old Jerry tries to get out of it. I was listening to a first take the other day, and of course, uh, the day after the Cowboys lose was Stephen A. Smith's first day back on the show after like two weeks. Um, they're talking about like the coaching situation in Dallas. And I mean, Dallas held on to Jason Garrett for you know pretty decent amount of time. Way too yeah. long. Way too long with minimal success. Who's before Jason Garrett? Who is that coach? Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips. He was there for a decent amount of time, minimal success. And then I think before that was Chan Gailey. Who went Possibly. On be- Jerry Jones said that firing Chan Gailey after two years was one of the worst decisions he's ever made. You know, Chang did go on to be a pretty decent coach. I think firing or not firing Mike McCarthy, it would be one of the biggest mistakes he could make. In all I mean, months. Mike McCarthy is is his proven track record is that he's kind of a of a a boob. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna like this. A lot of people might not, but Dan Quinn should be the head coach of that team. I'm fine with that. I think you with should. How good that defense played this year? Grand six games versus the NFC East, but they still played relatively well versus other teams. They played great. Uh, the the defense played a lot better than expected, and yeah. the Dan Quinn's probably going to walk. He's probably going to get a couple of head coaching offers. Yeah, I mean and both their defense, coordinators are. Yeah, that defense couldn't possibly not be the same. So either of the coordinators, if they're going to walk. Yeah, Try to be... keep one of them with the head coaching job. This guy, Mike McCarthy, you know what you're going to get. This is a yeah. cooked product right here. You know what you're going to get. You're going to get 12 years of Aaron Rodgers and five years of Brett Favre and one combined Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to get. And yeah. I don't think either of those guys are walking in that door anytime soon. Yeah. I don't think Dak Prescott is that guy uh, Come on, uh, on that level. He's a good quarterback and all, but he's not Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So. So uh, I I think this like it, this is probably Jerry's best opportunity to fire Mike McCarthy. I think he's got me all over it. I would give the job to Dan Quinn with how good that defense played. Oh, here we go. Perfect timing. Oh. What what do you uh what do you think about the the coordinators for the Cowboys possibly leaving and the Mike McCarthy situation? What do I think? I think um Dan Quinn would be a ginormous loss. Mm-hmm. Whereas at the beginning of the season, I believed he was um, better than he is, we'll call it. But I think, uh, you know, Mike McCarthy, he just doesn't have any interest in calling plays or being the offensive coordinator. So, um, yeah. What is know. he there for? Exactly. You so, can't, he can't manage timeouts. Something like that. And I did the old Bob reference from the office space. What, what exactly is it that you do here? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. McCarthy will be back. Um, I think Dan Quinn should. I hope he he's gonna be gone. He's gonna get he's a head coaching offer. Kellen Moore, I think, could be replaceable, but uh, unless you get better offensive line play, you know, a little bit better running game. So you gotta shore up the old line in the off season, and uh, that's priority one. Well. You heard it here first. Well, yeah, a lot of players probably get big transit this was the year. You know, their cap space isn't uh, for in a good spot. They're gonna have to clean up some stuff. Be a vastly different team next year. Drafting twenty fourth, it's gonna be a little difficult to pick up that uh, outstanding player. So, 
So you think there's no ch- there's no chance McCarthy's gone, right? I don't think so, no. But you wouldn't be opposed to getting rid of McCarthy and promoting Dan Quinn, would you? Would I be opposed to it? No. I just don't think that's how it, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't see it happening either. True. You know, you're giving up a lot of lead time to these other teams that are doing all these interviews and stuff, so. Yeah. If you were going to do it, you would have done it the Monday after. It's not a Jason Garrett situation where you just leave him hanging until you get another option. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. It was a disappointing season. Definitely disappointing season. Yeah, 6-0 against the NFC East and 6-5 against everybody else. Yeah, it's still a 12-5 season. Not a bad season. He's just... Disappointing in the end. Yeah, yeah, definitely wildcard weekend. Yeah, like you said, if Mike McCarthy is not calling plays or disip- like keeping your team disciplined to where they have 14 penalties in a playoff game, I mean, what, do you, what is he what's, doing? What's your point? What's your, what's your purpose? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Calling, calling plays, which was interesting that they were going to run a second play after the fake punt with the same... That's an interesting concept. I, I it is. I can get behind that. Totally throw the defense off a little bit. I can get behind that kind of stuff. But... <laughs> you think that was his idea? But, Come on. No, no, no. Definitely not, but allowing it to happen, yes, yeah. he, he has to allow True. It. Definitely an interesting concept and something I would like to see more in the future. You know, having different special teams plays and ideas than just the normal fake punt. Everyone get out. If you could run a second play like that, it's not going to get you a touchdown, but. So are you saying offensive line is probably your area of concern for the offseason to address? Yes. Okay. They have options. You know, they have options. They can move Lyle Collins from tackle into left guard, throw Terrence Steele out at right tackle. He did a serviceable job when Lyle was suspended five games. Mm-hmm. So I'm not opposed to that idea. But there's some this is a deep offensive line draft from what the uh, the folks on my podcast I love to watch Brian Broadus, Dave Hellman and those group on uh-huh. the old draft show. No free shout outs here. Oh no, what do you mean? I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. Good draft show podcast. Excellent. Excellent Cowboys podcast that covers the whole league, you know, because the Cowboys are all inclusive. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They're they're America's team. Exactly. They don't just talk about having identified players, and so that's a good pod. Are you guys doing like a a, a live uh, draft podcast? Yeah. Well, to where your team's on the board, you would pick. Oh, a pick, live one. Make the pick of what player you would want. In that oh, geez, I don't know if I go back. If I go That'd back, be kind of fun. Travis Kelsey, David DeCastro, they would have had a lot. They wouldn't have had Michael Parsons, though. No, I would have gone with Rashawn Slater. I would have gone with Rashawn Slater. Win-win. Again, like, that would have been a good yeah. pick either way. Right? The other day. It was either... Um, I think you told me it was either Slater or Parsons. No, 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 but like, from the previous years, it was, either, it was either you got Zach Martin or J.J. Watt or something like that. Wasn't that what I mean? Oh, yeah, something like there, that. Yeah, there was a connection where either one you don't lose. Yeah. You're, you're picking a great player either way, so... On to next year. Deflating. Definitely deflating. Deflating. Tough loss. On we go. That is an interesting idea about the live podcast, though. Joe Flem's on board with that. I do kind of like that. Live podcast Thanksgiving game for the Dynasty League. Yeah. Yeah, we think that we we got the mics, but next year, for sure. Full of great ideas. We'll have the Ryan Vasquez comeback game mic'd up. Oh, my God. All we need is that another. They had him ACL back at, at physical therapy. He got surgery on Friday. They had him at physical therapy Monday. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, he said it hurt a lot. Like. I'm sure it did. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was in no 
no condition to be at physical wow. therapy two days. I guess so. He's he's built different. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Preseason's around the corner. So what's a good thing about an eighteen week season? You know, you're gonna be in February and you already know it, it's the draft and then you got like 50, you know, uh, training camps right around the corner. Fifty days till free agency, Joe Flem said. Fifty days to free agency. Something around there. Yeah. The Jets prospect. Who are you going after? Who, who he he wants to know. After? He wants to know who the Jets are going after. In the draft, I want the uh, with the fourth. No, no, no. In get... free agency. Oh, in free agency. <sighs> I don't know. If a tight end that can catch it. Is Dalton Schultz going to be available? If he's available, I'm Dalton all over Schultz. that. Dalton Schultz. Yeah, it's a great pick. That's a great pickup. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I hate to see him go, but it's not a bad pick. Price of his services have gone up. Exactly. Exactly. Realize, realize talent. Yeah. Well, thank you for your Cowboys expertise. Well, anytime you want to talk about, you know, some, you want to talk about some uh, practice squad guys. No, no. I, I think. (laughs) I think we're fine on the Cowboys practice squad guys, but yeah, thanks for the, uh, for the offer. That's a separate podcast. Right. You know, we'll, we'll do a we'll do a practice squad only. Yeah, maybe if we get real desperate for content, we'll go best practice squads in the NFL ranked. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. We could have a Hakeem and the, your dad do a, a Cowboys sit down episode. Well, Hakeem and my dad are both Cowboys fans, so know, they can bounce exactly. each other's it'd ideas be, off each other. It'd be perfect. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that's all we gotta say about that game. Yeah. So, uh, moving on, then we had Sunday night game, uh, Chiefs 42, Steelers 21. Uh, I think I spent more time watching the snowfall, uh, instead of, instead of this game. Though wow. I was worried. I was, I was nervous, you know. Uh, Seeing the Chiefs put up 42, just, you know, I was saying like, uh, you know, like the, the Twitter thing of the players taking any praying and having the Kanye song, like he's done miracles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I was feeling after the, um, the Steelers got beat down in this game. Would have liked to see some more points out of the Chiefs for sure, but they took care of business. So 42 will do. Yeah, 42 will do. Um, what was? Let me look up Big Ben's stat line in this game. Let's see what he went out with here. Yeah, three I, touchdowns, right? Did he? He got the garbage time touchdowns. Yeah, he did. He got okay. He finished twenty nine of forty four for two hundred fifteen yards and two touchdowns. So we have forty four pass attempts for two hundred fifteen yards. No picks though. Very surprising. Went out in an uncharacteristic way. Yeah. So. Credit, credit to him, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, another game that went exactly as expected, you know. Like, I mean, I didn't give the, uh, the Steelers much of a much of a chance. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Chiefs, big win for them. It's going to be so much fun to watch. I mean, still Chiefs. Might, like, that's, your, it might, that's the AC Thompson Championship game right there. So Almost yeah. as fun as watching... 17 games of Dwayne Haskins at quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, next year. Saying, Steelers are in a very weird spot with their quarterback. Um, I gotta say, James is looking good. Don't what know did you say he was looking good? James, he's looking good. Oh, yeah. 
Like, I don't know how available he's going to be, but, like, you know, it's, it's an option, I would say. Definitely an uh, option. You know, Dwayne Haskins, they said they liked, right? Yeah, you're not going to need anyone incredible to get you to the playoffs with this kind of defense, obviously, as we've seen from this mm-hmm. season. I mean, if you look at Big Ben for the past, like, five weeks, he's, he's like, under 200 yards majority of the time. So mm-hmm. it's really about establishing the run with Najee, using play action, using the quick – quick hitting routes with Deontay and, you know, the good uh, quick receivers they have and mm-hmm. just really moving the ball down the field and not really airing it out every play, like maybe prime Ben and Antonio Brown. And then, you know, playing good defense, Ben, but don't break. They got a lot of pieces there, TJ Watt and them. It's not a complicated recipe, but it's just finding the right game manager. And I don't know if that's Dwayne Haskins, but hey, I, I'm, I'd like to see him get another shot. Yeah, it'd be cool to see. Maybe uh, is Money Mitch going to be available? Mitch Trubisky? Oh, brother. I don't know. Bro, I'm telling you, one season of Mitch away from Matt, Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy will change everything. Mitch has been to the playoffs twice with a really solid defense, so he does fit the mold. I'm telling you, bro. He's an option people are sleeping on. I don't know how real of an option it is. But... And he's learned under Josh Allen for a year. Yeah, imagine Mitch starts running around like he's Josh Allen. Come, bro, come on. Tell me that would be hilarious. Cole. That would be pretty hilarious. Speaking of Mitch, the graphic of him handing off the Nick MVP to, uh, to <laughs> Dak is one of the top five funniest graphics I've ever what seen. What are it's... the odds that both years it's the quarterback that lost gets voted the MVP? It's, it's up there with... um. The, the San Darnold mononucleosis <laughs> out graphic where he's pointing at the screen. It's up there with that. I that one say. just shows kids are dumb. But um, <laughs> then moving on to our last game of the weekend, we had Rams, Cardinals, a 34-11 win. Uh, Matt Stafford gets that elusive playoff win. Ooh, we're yeah. popping bottles in here, yeah. baby. Yeah, I'm so happy for him, honestly. I I, I was moved by the, uh, the, the Rams win. I, I was... There might have been a, a tear almost shed. I'm not even lying. Just, yeah. it, it, made me, it made me happy to see Stafford uh, finally get that playoff win. Yeah, complete implosion by the uh, by the Cardinals. So at least I was right. I called both the Bengals and the Cardinals fraud teams throughout the year. At least I was right about one of them. Yeah. Cardinals limped in. Um, the corpse of J.J. Watt was back on the field for that game. Yeah, Always satisfying one. to see him get a first-round yeah, exit. Um yeah, the whole, <laughs> the whole team just wilted completely. Um, yeah. Um, did you see nothing. that stat with Cliff Kingsbury in the last, like, six years, even at in college, how he finishes seasons? Yeah, horrible. Like, he just melts down at the end of the year. I got to say, I don't – Tyler without that big deep thread or, you know, like, true number one wide receiver is painful to watch. I think the Cardinals are able to try and hold on to Zach Ertz. But, like, my God, you either got to get Kyler another, like, number one caliber wide receiver or something. Maybe a know. Calvin Ridley or something like that. Maybe. That would be. Imagine Calvin and Hop in the same offense. That'd actually that'd be really fun to watch. But I don't know. Like, I just. It's, it's going it, to be tough. It's grim. I mean, I saw photos of. Of Kyler Murray wearing an A's hat after that game, you know. <laughs> I was thinking about it the night after the loss. I was I was sitting there thinking like, 
it would be really cool if Kyler down the line starts picking up the baseball again and yeah, tries to do that. both. Maybe, maybe this ain't worth it anymore. You know, all these kids, all this me being five eight trying to scramble like a toddler. All, you know. Well, I maybe. think they have. I was breaking it down. Like they have, like OTAs for football in like May or something like that, or maybe that's mm-hmm. just for rookies. But I'm pretty sure they have some sort of thing in like May for a week, and then training camp starts in like, like July. Yeah. So you know he could play in the minors from. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to watch from March to July with a week off in like May, mm-hmm. and you know develop for like four or five years in the minors. See if he's any good. Keep his body in tip top shape year round. Yeah. And you know maybe if he gets the call, he tries a year in the majors or something like that. You know he yeah, could be real know. flexible with it. Come on, Kyler, yeah. let let yeah. us guide your career. Yeah, well, go have fun, man. Go play both sports. Go live the dream every kid's ever wanted to be a two-sport athlete. Go down go, in history. Yeah, go do it. But, uh, yeah, the Rams, I mean, I'm pulling for them all the way, no matter what. So, hopefully, they're going to have a touch in the air. But I think Bucks Rams, Chiefs Bills are going to be two really fun games. So, I think uh, I think we can get into some predictions here. Oh, boy. So uh, I got to watch what I say. Here, yeah, I, get I, might, I might be making a TikTok again. Who knows? Um, anyway, so our first game is Bengals Titans, and um, I mean, I, I correctly predicted all the first round matchups. So I just kind of have to go off what I said last week. I'm sticking with my predictions no matter what. I'm not a. I'm not going to switch up. So I'm going to take the Bengals. I'll, I'll be true to that. Um, I'm also going to take the Bengals. I just it, it's hard to know what to expect from the Titans with Derrick Henry playing his first game of football since October, yeah, ish somewhere around there. Um, but you know I'm I'm in a back row borough. He's the guy, so uh, hopefully uh hopefully they can get a big win. He's really seeming like the guy. He just oozes confidence. Um, it just probably makes everybody else on that team feel so much better, you know, mm-hmm. when you got a guy leading you that's confident, he's wearing rose tinted glasses. Yeah. Uh in press conferences. He's... His press interviews are just like funny for no like they're just funny for no reason. Yeah. So. When you got a guy like that at the helm, it just makes everybody mm-hmm. feel better about their chances and makes them play better. And I feel like they're hot. They got one out of the way, now they're just gonna go on a roll. And they're going to win another one. I got the Bengals. And then Saturday night is 49ers-Packers. Now, here's your uh, your fun tidbit about the 49ers. Oh, boy. The last four times they've made the playoffs, they've made at least the NFC Championship game. Hmm. Interesting. And another one, Aaron Rodgers is 0-3 in the playoffs for San Francisco. Yeah, so there's a lot of history in this game. See, this is a game that I wish was after the Rams Bucks game and because if the Rams lose to the Bucks, then I want the the Packers to win because I I don't want to see the Bucks in the Super Bowl again. And I think they give them the best chance. But if the Rams beat the Bucks, then I want to see the 49ers win this game because I think that would be a really fun division conference championship and then see if the Rams could break the curse against the 49ers the Debo curse so I wish that these games are in reverse order so I could pick who to root for but um 
This is a out of all the teams they could have got, this is the toughest matchup with the Lambo factor factored in because they don't really throw the ball like that. They don't need to to get it in their best yeah. players' hands. Debo Samuel and Elijah Mitchell, and then they could run with George Kittle. Yeah. I mean, they don't really need to be airing it out like that to get it into the, yeah. their best players' hands, and it's going to be a tough matchup if Bosa plays. If Fred I, Warner, Fred uh, Warner should play. He was back out there in like ten minutes. Yeah. Um. After everyone thought he tore his ACL, Mackay Beckton syndrome, basically, if you ask me. I think here I just got to go with the safer pick, though, and go with the Packers. Yeah, I had the Packers last week. I'll take them again. But uh, the 49ers win. Jimmy G might not even play. If the the 49ers win, they might make a Super Bowl run. I'm not even joking at this point. They're just they they're just scary to me for no reason. Like I would not want to have to play the 49ers. Like with how they got into the playoffs, and you know, then you, then you go to Dallas, you beat Dallas. Like if they if they beat Green Bay and Lambo, I would not want to have to see that team for the playoffs. I mean, what have we been saying for years now on the podcast? I mean, football is a game that is won up front, and yeah. the 49ers. If when and in years that they get into the playoffs, you've seen that they win up front and they go far, and that's what it takes to win in the playoffs. Uh, I don't feel good picking against them, but they, I, I mean, I gotta give them props because earlier in the season it was rumored that Shanahan and them were fighting for their jobs and stuff because it was another bad season and and all that, and now they've made a run and they're they're looking real scary. Just the way this team is built, they're built to hold up in January, and that makes them a hard play, especially in the cold tundra of Lambeau, where if they can pound the ball down the Packers' defense's throats, and I know the Packers' D has been playing a lot better lately, but if they relapse, we get another Kevin King game or something like that, but with the linebackers, yes, yeah, so. could be. It's and scary, I'll, man. With all of those guys coming back, I know that they're getting a lot of stars healthy again. There's always the potential rust factor, you know, all that. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be – it's. I mean, at least I hope it is. It's going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. But I think the Packers edge it out. Yeah. Packers barely edge it out. But the 49ers win this game, they're Super Bowl bound. You heard – like, I, I could – if they win. I wouldn't mind seeing them back in the Super Bowl. It's exciting. I, I, now that Debo has a bigger role. Yeah. In that first Super Bowl, he really didn't. Yeah. I think he got hurt in that first Super Bowl, too, at some point. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I forget. A long time ago. Not really. That was, that was, what, two Super Bowls ago now? Yeah. Wow. And the one before that was that Rams-Patriots one. Yeah. I feel like For, everyone kind of – at least I, I kind of forget about that Super Bowl, the 49ers one. I it just kind of slips my mind sometimes. Forget about that Rams Patriots one a lot more than the. Uh... Can you think you could tell me what the score of that 49ers uh, Chief Super Bowl was? 31 20. Ooh. Because uh, uh, what's his face? Have that uh, Damian Williams? Daryl Williams? Some Williams. Whoever won Super Bowl MVP, I'm pretty sure. It wasn't Williams, right? Well, Mahomes won it, but Damian Williams should have won it. Yeah, because he had like two or three touchdowns, something crazy like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, then we go to our next game here Rams, Bucks. Uh, I mean, like, it's going to. It's, all these games, I think, are going to be really good. At least I'm hoping. Um, How I, I far are we be... riding with our boy? Are we riding? <laughs> They played great. 
all the way to the end. Yeah, we're in. If Matt Locking Stafford in. has a million fans, I'm one of you know, nah, not that, but look, man, like I'm I'm in with this Rams team. I think they look good. I think uh secondary of the Bucks has kinda of been the issue all year. I think Stafford has a real chance to exploit that. Pretty sure he didn't they played this year, right? The Rams won. Uh yeah, I think so. Like week two or whatever. Yeah, it was early. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna back the Rams. You know, love these guys. Yeah. Either so. either Matt Stafford or Debo Samuel has to be playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, come on. If if Stafford or Debo are playing in the Super Bowl instead of Rodgers or Brady, I mean, come on. That puts a smile on my face for sure. At this point, come on. Can we just get one year without Brady in the Super Bowl? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been I mean, one. besides that, the 49ers Chiefs won. It had been three in a row before that. And then, come on, just give yeah. us a break for a year, and then you can make it and win again. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Rams have a good shot winning this game. So, and then uh, then we have Bills Chiefs, uh, in Kansas City. I mean, uh, this better be a shootout. Like this is some bullshit twenty three twenty or not even like seventeen fourteen game. I'm gonna cry. If it's a close game, the Bills are losing. Yeah. All of their wins have come in blowouts this year. If it's a close game, they're losing, and I don't know if they're going to be able to blow this Chiefs team out. So I think yeah. I'm just going to have to roll with the Chiefs. Yeah. I think the Chiefs are Super Bowl bound. Yeah. Give me the Chiefs Rams Super Bowl. Give it to me. Um, yeah, Three years rolling. too late. I'm also rolling the uh, Chiefs. Uh, I mean, I just I, I'm picking the exact same picks I had the last week, so. Got to keep my uh, my perfect bracket alive. Yeah. yeah so, so that's the that's the playoffs. We got 15 minutes, and we're gonna talk about Jack Golden's quarterback list. Oh Cause, goody! Because nothing else matters to me except this quarterback. You want to start from number 31 and go go down? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say start. Go. I'm just gonna say go 31 and up. So 31, we have Sam Darnold. Whatever. Fair. Fair. Perfectly fine. 30, Justin Fields. Don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's number thirty. There's a few quarterbacks ahead of him who I'd slide slide down to a number twenty nine. Zach Wilson. Same statement stands. Slide a few quarterbacks down there. Number twenty eight, Trevor Lawrence. Um, I mean, to be fair, I don't think he was even a top three rookie quarterback. So yeah, I mean, I think. I think Lauren should be behind Wilson and Fields. Fair. Number 27, That's... Baker Mayfield. I mean, we know how, what, what my stance is on Baker Mayfield. Yeah. He belongs in, I would say, either spot 29 or spot 30. Belongs in Guangdong is where he belongs. Ni hao. Um, Number 26, Daniel Jones. Personally, I don't think it's fair to put Daniel Jones on this list because he didn't really play that much. You know, he did. Play, he just didn't play with an with an NFL team, which was it's sad. It hurts his ability to make plays. Yeah. Honestly, I think that spot is fair. I would bump him up a little bit. Maybe move him up a little bit due to like the people who are ahead of him. For sure, right yeah. ahead of him at number twenty five is Heineke. Yeah, he can drop down. Yeah, look, I, I was rooting for the guy. Good story and all, but um, no. I, I, some of those throws. I mean, I, wa- I literally would watch him play because I had T-Mac and Gibby in fantasy, and he made me want to gosh my eyes out. Yeah. So, 
He's bad at ball. Uh, number twenty. I'll, I'll say if Fitzpatrick's on that team, that team's a playoff team this year. Possible. Um, twenty-four. Davis Mills, your boy. Newly my boy as well. I think I adopted him last podcast. I would slide him up. Hmm. At least. Would you slide him up over number twenty-three, Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Yeah, possible. I would put I'd put Davis Mills of like 18, 17, somewhere in that range. Maybe a little higher than I put him, but not out of the realm of possibility. Now here's where the list takes a turn, Mr. Fleming. Mm-hmm. Number two number twenty-two, we have Lamar, Lamar Jackson. I mean I think what Jack should have done is set a qualification for quarterbacks to make the list and how many games they started. When was the last time Lamar even played? Like five weeks ago, six weeks ago. But I, he... I don't get it. Why is he number 22? He had a lot of interceptions this year. I know Jack said he didn't value like them running the football, like quarterbacks who were running. The but, guy like, won MVP before, and spoiler alert, Jared Goff is ahead of him by a lot on yeah. this list. I mean, I know this is based on this year, but I mean, I wouldn't have Lamar as a top 10 quarterback. My personal opinion. And pro- how is probably... how is Lamar so high, but Russell Wilson is as high as he is? Yeah, which is and very high on this list. If it's based on this year, then I don't know. I don't get that. Um, he shouldn't number... be behind Tua. Let me just number twenty-one. Tuna turned the ball over. Yeah, look, the Dolphins. Maybe you get somewhere with a coach that backs him. Probably not. <laughs> he sucks. That's it. That's all I gotta say about him. He just he sucks. Number twenty, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben stunk this year. Yeah. Um. Ben probably falls somewhere around twenty nine thirty with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's probably fair. He's probably in like the twenty seven twenty eight range for me. <laughs> He's then, yeah, just a bad season. Now we're um, into the top twenty. 19, Jimmy G. I'd say that's a fair spot for him. Yeah, that's not terrible. He might, yeah, he give or take, depending on what kind of Jimmy G game you're getting. It's it's whatever. Number 18, Matt Ryan. I'll say it again. I, I think that's a fair spot for him. Yeah, not too bad. Maybe, maybe bump him a few spots up, you know, but I'd say fair. Number 17, Ryan Tannehill. Um... You know, I'd say fair spot. Fair spot. All right. Number 16, McCorkle Jones. Um, yeah, I mean. I feel like you can't have Mac above, like, even even though Lamar didn't play this season that much, you still have to consider his body of work and how good he is. You yeah. can't put Mac Jones eight spots above or like six spots above Lamar Jackson. And... Yeah. And, <sighs> like, I feel like second half of Mac should have potentially been factored in more because he was not good during the second half of the season when Patriots could have potentially had won the division and had been playing that game against Buffalo in New England. Still think they would have lost. But, yeah, I don't know. 16 might be a little too high for my liking. All right, and here at 15, we have the mid 
of the mid. This is the most mid position on the entire list, number 15, and we have Derek Carr. And in all honesty, there is, I don't know if there's a better quarterback you could put in this spot. I think the guy that you could put in this spot Actually, is the one guy spot ahead, ahead of him. him. Yeah, no, I was thinking that too, maybe. I think flip-flop those uh, Yeah, 14s, Carson Wentz. I think flip-flop those two, and that would have been like well set yeah. with uh, – Wentz, four, or Wentz 15. I'd or, put Wentz behind Tannehill, Jimmy G, Lamar. Um, yeah, probably just those guys as well, based on the season he had. Um, then, number 13, Jared Goof. I mean... I mean... Guy's team won two fucking games, dude. Maybe he was better than I thought, but I didn't really think he was that good, in all honesty. I mean, the guys, guys team won two fucking games. What do you yeah. How is he number 13? Hold on. He let me sucks. Look at, let me look at some Jared Goff stats here. This might take longer than I thought. Let me look in depth here. Jared Goff stats. Just the box score test. Well, just look at it this way. Matt Stafford is number 10 on this list, and Jared Goff is number 13. Matt Stafford led the Lions to six wins last year, if I'm not mistaken, and Jared Goff led them to two. So I don't understand how going from a quarterback separated three spots below him drops off four wins. Jared Goff should be in the low 20s. Yeah. And he had 3,200 yards, 19 touchdowns, eight picks. That's not a good season. In 1970, maybe. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, put him down, put him down to like 22. 19 touchdowns, that's a Tim Tebow season. Yeah, I mean, that's like one a game. All right, but Teddy, the, the, the Teddy two gloves 12, like what is that? Yeah. <coughs> it doesn't love make any the, sense. Love the story, but not 12, come on, he's, he's in he the would have He would have good enough game manager games against really bad teams, and they would beat really bad teams, and then they couldn't beat anybody worth a shit besides the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, no. I, no. That, that's, he, should, he should be 20s. I mean, if, he's, if you had a top 12 quarterback, why would you be looking to replace him? Yeah. This this next one pissed me off more than anything though. Josh Allen eleventh. I'm low key here for it. Not this low, but <laughs> no. Nah, if you had put him like seventh, eighth, yeah, eighth ninth, maybe. I would I would have him above Kyler. Perfectly acceptable, but eleventh. That dude can fucking sling the ball. I don't care. I test alone. I watch him play two times a year versus the Jets. I test alone. He's a top ten quarterback. There are there are also three guys ahead of him that don't belong ahead of him, and they are directly in a row, or four guys actually. Yeah, ten. Matt Stafford. I think personally, I mean, I said who I uh, genuinely. I said Kirk. You know, is the tenth best quarterback. Yeah. Stafford ten. I'd probably maybe put him nine. On this list, if you swapped Stafford with Kirk, I'd be I'd be good with that. Yeah. Then the then the list would have just been perfectly fine. I wouldn't even have said anything about it, but then Kyler ninth. Look, Kyler without D Hop was mid. He wasn't a top ten quarterback without DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I'd drop him down to where Teddy is with uh without Kyler this year. Yeah. Then Jay Herbo. He's top five. Yeah, man. No I mean, question in my mind, he's top five. Yeah, he's above. He's above all these clowns that that are between him and the fifth spot. And then seventh, Dak. 
I'd probably put him like ninth, tenth, somewhere in that range. Yeah, we just saw that he's kind of playing below his pay grade there. And then this one I have I have an issue with. The next two I actually have an issue with. Russell Wilson at sixth and Kirk Cousins at fifth. Come on, Dude, man. Russell Wilson looked good against teams that didn't have a defense. Yeah, and based on the criteria of it being this season, then it doesn't make sense to have Russell at six and Lamar at 22. Russ they... costed his team games when he came back from his injury. Yeah, he played like garbage for multiple weeks. And then Kirk Cousins at number five. I don't care what the stats say. Use your eyes, man. Yeah, no, you Kirk could put him at 10, whatever. Number five, top five quarterback Kirk Cousins. That sentence should never be uttered, let alone written down for future generations to possibly see. Come on, Jack. This is on the internet forever, Jack. You got to keep that in mind. So. Think about your digital footprint, man. Your digital footprint now says you think Kirk Cousins was a top five quarterback. Would you be okay with, like, a relative of yours reading that on the internet? No. Mm-mm. No. I know and I then, would. Uh, and number four, Mahomes. Honestly, switch Burrow and Mahomes, I'd have no issue with that. Yeah, I understand everybody's so like trying to bury Mahomes so quickly after just a year ago he was an ex-QB prodigy who was going to win 10 Super Bowls. I mean, the guy's, uh, and the guy's better than Joe Burrow right now. I don't know how you could argue otherwise. But, um, yeah, Mahomes over Burrow. I may even drop Burrow down a couple spots just because, you know, it's cool that he got his first playoff win and everything, but he's got to – I think there's a lot of recency bias with Joe yeah. Burrow. Yeah. I still think Herbert's the better quarterback of the two. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then the top two are – I'm not going to argue that. That's no. 1A, 1B to me. Brady Rogers. Get those on the money. So. But uh, more, I'd say you maybe got four or five of them right. Yeah, that's a dog shit list, Jack. You need to hit the drawing yeah. board with that. I expect better from you for the next episode of the podcast. I want a wide receiver list um, unveiled. Yeah. yeah, just remember that's your co-owner, man. That this is the guy who's like me. I gotta go try to make a trade with you guys right now. Yeah, I mean, right? You can offer Jalen Hurts, and I mean, Jackson. Actually, no. Well, you could offer Russell Wilson, who Jackson thinks is the sixth best quarterback in the NFL. And True. Might be able to get something for you. Ever know? I'll throw you guys. But, I'll throw you guys Russ right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So uh, let's um, you know, Jack. Let's fix this next time. You know, maybe maybe you can repost this list after some more thought. You know, it just seemed like this list was unnecessary, rash, poor decision making. You're trolling. Yeah, Gotta I mean, be. you're you're basically being Twitter user two twelve years two hundred twenty three million right now. You know, <laughs> just trolling. So hopefully, you know, we get an updated list. You know, after you had some a week to think about it. Um, you know, you take some time. Just yeah. be better. We want better for you. So. Yeah, but I think you got anything else you'd like to add to this week's no, episode? No, I think that's a good spot to leave yeah, I think it. It's a good spot to, to wrap things up here. So thank you guys for tuning in this week's episode. Follow all the socials. Uh, the Twitter at JerseyDynasty19, the Instagram at Dynasty Podcast, and the TikTok at the Jersey Dynasty Podcast. Fun stuff goes up on there. Let me tell you. How's that, how's that going? We famous there yet? Uh, we Our last TikTok had 80 views, which... That's good. Yeah, that's something. I mean, the first one only had like 30... So I'm I'm working on my TikTok. Like Negativity sells. We just have to make ourselves look like clowns. Yeah, we gotta TikTok. make ourselves look like idiots. I gotta go. We gotta go for four this weekend. All my right. Picks, my picks are actually um, Titans, 
49ers, Bills, and Rams. Yeah, clip this too. Uh, Davis Mills will win three Super Bowls. There yeah, you go. Davis Mills, three-time Super Bowl winner. Uh, Zach Wilson, two-time MVP. Um, Dwayne Sam, Haskins, four-time Sam MVP. Darnold Revenge Tour next year, and he wins Comeback Player of the Year. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks, guys, for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys back next week.